Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2020 is brought to you by the organizational team, Anne, Cole, Tess, and Theron. A very special thank you to all of our participants, without whom this event wouldn't be possible. And now, on to the episode. Come on in, the water's fine. Audra and Rochelle. All things are made of stars. The sea, the earth, the growing fields, the people who walk on land and the fish who swim and scuttle in the sea. All are stars. One star shines brightly in the day, and many sparkle at night. At night, the sea will glitter with the many stars' radiant reflections, and it is also at night that Rochelle, a mermaid, a radiant resident of the sea, first surfaced to whisper to the star-maid Audra. It began with simple and shy, how are yous, and I hope you are wells, answered with nervous and hesitant, I am wells, and thank you, I hope the same for you. Time passed, and every night, Rochelle, her tail a shimmering gradient of cool colors, would surface and speak to the star maid. Time passed, and as happens with some, they fell in love. And as is heard of in those who are in love, Rochelle wished to give the star maid a gift. Every night Rochelle would ask her beloved Audra to name something, anything, and it would be hers. And every night Audra wished for the same thing. That every night when the sun rests and the stars dance in the fabric of the night sky, Rochelle would come and speak to her for a time before they went to sleep. They continued on in their happiness, enjoying each other's company and learning of each other's lives outside of their time together. My Audra, my lovely star maid, what do you do during the day when the sun is above making the sea shine? Where do you go when the sun is beaming so bright that no other stars can be seen? I am here. Sometimes I sleep, sometimes I ponder what else there is, and sometimes I help to weave the fabric of the sky so that the universe may expand and create. My dear Rochelle, my dazzling mermaid, what do you do during the night when the moon is above making the sea sparkle with its soft light? Where do you go when all the stars above join together in lighting the sky? I am here. Sometimes I sleep, sometimes I ponder what else there is, and sometimes I help to gather the stones that form the mountains and carve the formations beneath the waves so that the fish may swim and rest in their tunnels. Time passed, as it always does, 
and Rochelle still wished to give Audra a gift. She implored Audra to wait for a time before giving her familiar answer, for Rochelle wished to give her something new and pleasing. The days grew, and the water grew warm and dulcet with the season. In the day, Rochelle would lie on a rock and bask in the sun, allowing the sun to softly shift the uneven patches of winter's dark brown on her face, arms, and back to the even, glowing dark brown of summer. Have you decided what you will ask of me? After all that time, the star maid's answer was still the same. Yes, I ask that every night when the sun rests and the stars dance in the fabric of the night sky that you will come and speak to me for a time before you go to sleep. All of that and more has always been yours, my star maid. What gift may I give you? For I love you more with each passing of the night into day, and you are precious to me. Audra did not think what she wished could be accomplished by a mermaid. Even one as clever and brilliant as Rochelle. But she gave her answer, because Rochelle wished to know. More than anything, Audra wished to become a falling star so she might join Rochelle in the sea. A wonderful wish. Rochelle also wanted this, and she wondered if it was as impossible as all that. To join Rochelle as she was, Audra must be caught in a shawl knit from needles carved from a single stone. Only then could she join Rochelle and swim and live with her the rest of their days. But a shawl, a single shawl against all the sea? Audra could give no hint, no clue to where she might land because she knew not where that might be. How was Rochelle to catch her? Rochelle's answer was simple. I will make a shawl for you. I will catch you when you fall. But Audra was not convinced. Audra could not aim herself or tell where she might go, only that it would be to the sea. I will catch you. Rochelle was calm and confident in her tone. When Audra asked her how, she simply answered, with a shawl, as you said. When Audra asked how she would find her, Rochelle answered, You will fall to the sea. That is all I need to know. Rochelle told Audra of her home and how everyone would welcome the star maid. She told her of the feast that would be made in celebration, of the soft blankets and beautiful paintings her family would make to decorate her room. Audra yearned to be with Rochelle and among her family. So, she decided to put her faith in Rochelle. She decided to fall on the next solar eclipse. The next eclipse wasn't for several months. Rochelle set out that very first day to find a suitable stone. She found one, smooth and flat and twice her height. She dragged it all the way home, 
and one of her sisters set about carving as many needles from it as she could. They gathered yarn and began to knit, and gathered more yarn once they'd knit all the yarn they had. Every day they would all knit, and every night Rochelle would surface and spend time with Audra. The star maid, sitting in her spot among the fabric of the sky, could see that Rochelle was traveling great distances. Each night, the mermaid was in a different location when she surfaced to speak to her star maid. Each day was the same. Rochelle would travel and knit, and each night was the same. She would speak with Audra, and then rest and sleep, until... It was the night before the solar eclipse. Audra's heart was full of excitement and dread and hope and fear and love. When next we meet, if we ever meet again, it will be in the sea. Rochelle's heart was full of the same, but her voice held nothing but love. I will catch you when you fall. I am here. Rest well. Time seemed to pass far too quickly for the star maid, for soon the day began, and she was asked, to the land or to the sea? To the sea. She answered with an even voice, for though she was nervous, she had no doubt where she wished to go. To the sea. Are you sure, little star maid? If you go to the land, a wind may catch you and scatter you to become a field of wildflowers. Or if you fall to the end, you could become a valley in mountains, home to many and vast in the world. Or perhaps you may stay to weave the fabric of the universe itself. To the sea. Very well. There was no battle to deter her. Before a star may fall, they must always hear of the different lives they might choose. If the star maid had chosen land, they would have spoken of a current catching her and turning her into a school of small shimmering fish. Or, if she were to settle to the end, she would become dark sand and shimmering stones, settling across the ocean floor, home to many, and vast in the world. And all stars must hear of the life they leave behind, no matter where they choose to go. But the star maid was steadfast, and as the moon joined the sun in the sky, so was she able to fall from it. It grew quiet, and then there was nothing, nothing but the star maid, and the knowledge that she was falling. No sensation, only knowing. I will catch you when you fall. These words were all she heard, not spoken, but remembered. I will catch you when you fall. Audra had always thought Rochelle said these words to reassure her. Now she wondered if Rochelle 
had really been trying to reassure herself. I will catch you when you fall. There is no point in worrying when all that is left is waiting. So Audra did not worry. She opened her eyes, intrigued that she had eyes to open, and saw the soft fabric dance before her. She looked at her hands, strong, with nails sharp and pretty like claws. She moved her tail, orange, almost carnelian in its color and luster, and all the more striking against her dark skin. It should be dark at this time of day, or nearing so but her body still glowed with her light. She used her claws, and with care and a bit of time, she cut her way out of the expansive shawl around her. As she wrapped the piece of shawl around her shoulders, she looked around and greeted the world of the sea. She greeted the stones and the sand beneath her. She greeted the fish and the caves. She danced with joy and saw the sky where she had fallen from, filtered through the mercurial waves. Farther out in the expansive sea, she saw them, beautiful glowing star maids, dancing or cutting open the piece of the great shawl they had landed in. She was not the only falling star this day. She heard her name, Audra, called with excitement and love, and there she saw Rochelle, so far away, nowhere near where Audra had landed, but she had caught her all the same. How long would it take to swim to her? Too long. Audra began. How far were they from Rochelle's home? How many of Rochelle's family did she have to help her knit? How many friends? How many strangers? Rochelle had knit and stretched a shawl across all of the sea so that she would catch Audra in its folds. Now, all that was left was the rest of their lives. Thank you for joining me for this bonus episode of Come On In The Water's Fine, created for International Podcast Month 2020. I'm Shade Oyama-Kinwa, creator of Come On In The Water's Fine, and your storyteller for this episode. Our theme music is Bittersweet by Kevin MacLeod, and Light Thought Variant 1, also by Kevin MacLeod, is the music used in the falling sequence. You can support me on Patreon, where you'll have access to my weekly fairy tale and fairy tale adjacent podcast, Fairy Tale Tidbits, and you can donate to my Ko-fi. Find links in the description. You can listen to this podcast on Radio Public, Spotify, and many other wonderful podcatchers. Thank you for listening.
I'll see you soon. The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is composed by Benny James. Our graphic art and logo are by Matthias Grelly. You can support International Podcast Month by sharing and talking about the event, and you can even buy our team members a coffee. Links are in the show notes. Follow us at PodMonth on Twitter and use the hashtag PodMonth2020. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and for more information about the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners.